Well, you ready to hear the word this morning? All right. Well, you know, for the past several years, I've been reading through the Bible from cover to cover. Now, I've always read the Bible, but the last several years, I decided to start with Genesis 1 and end with the last chapter of the book of the Revelation. I've been doing that now over and over for the last several years. Recently, as I was uh, in my daily Bible reading, reading again through the, through the Bible, uh, I was in the book of 1 Kings, and I came across verse number 25 of the 21st chapter. Now, I had read it, of course, many, many, many times, but this time uh, the verse seemed to literally leap off of the page. I want to read it this morning. I want to read it from the New Living Translation. It reads like this. It says, no one else so completely sold himself to what was evil in the Lord's sight as Ahab did under the influence of of his wife, Jezebel. Notice the phrase, under the influence. Say, under the influence. Under the influence. Scripture says that Ahab was more wicked than any other king before him. But here's what I know this morning, and that is that he didn't get to where he got all by himself. The Bible says that he was under the influence of his wife, Jezebel. Here's what I know about being under the influence. Don't know a whole lot about that, uh, if you know what I mean. But here is what I do know about being under the influence. I know that, that, that it will cause you to do or not do what you normally would or would not do. Would you agree with me? Yes. Well, y'all seem to know a lot about it. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will cause you to do or not do what you would do or would not normally do. The introvert might become the life of the party under the influence. The gentle soul could become mean, could become violent under the influence. Now, Ahab was wicked. He was mean. He, he was vile. But under the influence of Jezebel, it was taken to a whole new level. Taken to a level that was unmatched, that was unequal, that was literally off the charts. Here's what I've learned, and that is everyone influences, and everyone is influenced. I want to talk about influence today, not just today, but for the next three Sundays as we go along in this series called Under the Influence. Let me begin this morning by talking about the avenues of influence. And there are so, so many different avenues uh, of influence. So many things that seek to influence us and, and steer us in a certain direction. The truth of the matter is who we are and where we are and what we are is the direct result of all of our influencers. Would you agree with that? Who and what we have allowed to influence us and yes, we have a choice. Well, I want to mention just three of the many influencers in our life. The first one is the people we allow close to us. Yeah, the people uh, we allow close to us. Now, as Christians, we ought to love everybody. How many agree with that this morning? As a child of God, as the people of the Lord, we we, we should love everybody. We ought to be kind. We ought to be polite. We ought to be respectful to everyone. But when it comes to our inner circle, we should be very selective. Not everyone has the right to be in our inner circle. 
Not everyone has earned the right to get close to us. Have not learned the, have not earned the right to get to speak into our lives. Proverbs 12 and 26 says this, the godly give good advice to their friends, the wicked lead them astray. You see, we become like the people that we hang out with. We adopt their ways, we adopt their methods, we adopt their thoughts, we adopt their beliefs. Like begets like. Truth of the matter is we, we attract who we are. We attract who we are. And then the stronger influence the weaker. Ahab and Jezebel were a lot alike. They were a lot alike. They had similar hearts. This is what brought them together in the first place. But Jezebel was stronger than Ahab. And even though Ahab was wicked himself, Jezebel was wickedness on steroids. And Ahab became more wicked. He became more vulgar. He became more vile. He became more heartless under the influence of his wife. People are a major avenue of influence in our lives. Influencing us for good or for bad. Oh, influencing us to grow or to remain the same. To love or to hate. To accept or to question. And the list just goes on. And on and on and on. I want to suggest another avenue of influence, and that is what we fail to protect. What we fail to protect. In Judges chapter 13 through chapter 16, the story of Samson is told. Most of us know that story. We were taught the story when we were just little children. Now, we understand that Samson was the original Superman. Uh, under, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he had super. Strength. He had superpowers. He was the original Superman. Uh, if you'll read the story of Samson, you'll discover that he was called of God. You will, you will see that Samson was set apart from the rest of his people for a special assignment directly from God. But Samson failed to protect his calling. He had taken the Nazarite vow, but he failed to keep it. How many know there's a difference in taking a vow and keeping a vow? He had taken the Nazarite vow, but he had failed to keep it. And because Samson failed to protect his calling, because he let his guard down and participated in what was off limits to him and what was off limits according to the vow that he took, Samson was influenced in a negative way and it eventually cost him his life. He ended up a disappointment. He ended up a disgrace, all because of his choices of influencers. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23 says, To guard your heart above everything else, for it determines the course of your life. Let me tell you this morning, be careful who you share your heart with. Be, be careful who you share your heart with. Be careful who you open your heart to. Samson was far too careless in this, and it cost him everything. Protect what is most precious to you. Now, notice the third avenue of influence, and that is things that are persistent in our lives. Things that are persistent in our lives. Back to Samson, Judges chapter 16, verse 16 and 17 says, says with persistent nagging. She prodded him day after day until he became so tired of it that he told her everything. 
See, the things that we allow to be constant and persistent will be the things that eventually influence us. Our news source of choice will influence us. It'll influence us in a certain direction, either left or right. The particular articles that we choose to read, the books we choose to read, the particular podcasts that we listen to, especially as we listen to them over and over and over again, will we'll, we'll begin to influence us. Things that we persistently fill our minds and our lives with, the persistent voices that we allow an audience to, we must be very, 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 say very, very, <laughs> very careful with the various avenues of influence that we allow in our lives and in the lives of our children. And my second point tells you why. And the se- second thing I want to talk about today is that is how, how influence affects us. How influence affects us. My son-in-love gave me one of the biggest compliments I have ever received. Seven years ago, when I asked my daughter and son-in-law to come on staff and work for me for the 47th time, (laughs) their daughter, my granddaughter, Ellie, was only two at the time. And Pastor Sean said something to me He said to me, he said, one of the most important reasons why we have said yes this time. Even every other time they said no, but this time they said yes. And Pastor Sean said to me, he said, one of the most important reasons why we said yes this time, he said, was because we wanted our daughter, your granddaughter, we wanted Ellie to be under the influence of you and Don. He said, we believe that y'all's consistent influence in her life will be too valuable to calculate. Let me give you three possible ways that influence affects us. First of all, it leads us in a total different direction. It leads us in a total different direction. Such was the case with Samson. What he allowed to influence him took him in a total different direction than his calling, than his vow. I've often wondered what my life would have been like if I hadn't made a major correction with my early ministry influencers. Would I have ended up as angry and as bitter and as unhappy as they seem to be? What would have what have been what have been the what would have been the depth or should I say the shallowness of my ministry if I had not allowed or if I had not have had the influence of some awesome incredible great men of God in my life? It's important. Influence. It leads us in a whole different direction. The second way that influence affects us is it, it takes us to a whole new level. Back, back to King Ahab, his wife Jezebel took him to an entirely different level 
of wicked. What, what was Ahab wicked? Yes. Was he vile? Yes. Would he do wicked things on his own? Yes. Absolutely he would. Absolutely he did. But the influence, under the influence of his evil wife took him to a whole new level that he would have never gone to on his own. He eventually did things that, 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 that he would never even have thought about had it not been for, for the influence of his wife. Somebody said, it's not what you know, but who you know that counts. And that's true for the good, and it's also good, true for the bad. See, our influencers introduce us to people and to places and to processes that we, we would have never known had we not linked up with them. Samson would have never been brought down by the people who brought him down had he not let his guard down and allowed himself to become linked up with Delilah. Years ago, I, I went into partnership on a particular project with a certain person. My wife warned me against it. She said, don't do this. Don't go into this partnership. Don't do this. And I said to her, I said, but I have favor on my life. It's going to be great. She said, you do have favor on your life. But he doesn't. And I foolishly ignored my wife and went ahead. May I just say it wasn't good? I did not lose my shirt, thank the Lord, on the project, but it was, wasn't anything but a hassle from beginning to end. I barely even broke, even if that, I received absolutely nothing for all of my effort, all my hard work, my investment, and the anguish that I had to endure. Talking about how influence affects us. It leads us in a total different direction. It, it takes us a, to a whole new level and, and it links us with people we would have not been associated with otherwise. And that's both good and bad. Well, let me share one more thing about influence this morning and that is we'll talk about the accounting. The accounting that should be done. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. You know, when our kids are small, and until they leave the nest, they are directly under our influence. Fact of the matter is, no one has more influence on your children, mom, dad, than you do, especially when they are little. And so our influence should include the accounting of the direct influencers in our children's lives. We're not just responsible for how we influence, but we're also responsible for the influencers that are in the lives of our kids. I remember when our kids were at home, my wife and I loved it when summertime came and school was out. Because our kids had much better attitudes in the summertime without the influencers that they had at school. When we had them, when youth camp had them, when summer church internship had them, it made a huge difference. In fact, my wife would say, oh, it's so good to get our kids back. Whose influence is your kids under? 
Who are your kids' influencers? Ask yourself three questions this morning. I'm going to help you. Ask yourself three questions as you account for your family. And by the way, you are accountable. Question number one, ask yourself, who am I allowing to influence my family? Do you even know who your kids are hanging out with? Do you like them? What kind of attitude do they have? You don't like their attitude? Well, you ain't going to like your kid's attitude in a while. Because it transfers. What are their parents like? Do you even know their parents? Do you even know what their parents are like? What are their values? You, you, you know what your values are, but what are, what are their values? Have you checked their social media accounts? You better learn an awful lot. I learned a lot of things I wish I'd never learned. I'm not talking about my kids now. I'm just talking about <laughs> my, my, my kids are so old they didn't even have it back then. Hey, hey, have you checked your own kid's social media account? Obviously, some of you haven't. What kind of influencer are your kids? Your kids. We're talking about, we're talking about their influencers, but what kind of influencer are they? Ask yourself, who am I allowing to influence my family? Proverbs 13 and 20 says, walk with the wise and you're going to become wise. But if you associate with fools, you're going to get into trouble. So you better know who your kids are hanging out with. You better know their values. You better know what they believe. You better know what they're like. Because if not, it could lead your kids into trouble. Because we become like the people that we consistently hang out with. Question number two is, what am I allowing to influence my family? What am I allowing to influence my family? What kind of entertainment is my kids involved with? What are they watching? Got a TV in every room? Well, now you do, of course, because you got the phone, the tablet, or whatever. What, what, what are they watching? What are they listening to? Where are they going? What are they doing? And what about us adults? What are we allowing to influence us? I love what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 101, verse 2 and 3. He says, he says, I will be careful to live a blameless life. I will live a life of integrity. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I will have nothing to do with the perverse. We're talking about the accounting that we should be consistently doing. Taking an account or inventory of who is being allowed to influence us and our family and what is being allowed to influence us and our family. And finally, the third question I want you to ask yourself this morning is this. Where is this influence taking us to? 
Where is this influence? Where are these influencers taking us to? Because I promise you that influencers are taking you somewhere. Is it where we want to go? Is it where we need to go? Is it where we should be going? Will our influencers bless us or will they curse us? Will they help us or will they hinder us? Will they pull us up or will they pull us down? And by the way, what kind of influencer are you? What kind of influencer am I? Because everyone is influenced and everyone influences We are all under the influence. And remember what Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7 says. It says, you will always harvest what you plant. We should be very selective of whose influence. This is the takeaway for the message today. We should be very selective of whose influence we allow ourselves to be under. I'm going to say something today that might get me in trouble, but I've been in trouble before. I've been very, very careful the last year and three months or however long it's been. seems like 10 years. In what I say and don't say. Because I know that there's two sides of the fence and I've got people in my church on both sides. I know anything that I open my mouth is, I can upset somebody. That's how diverse that we are. So I've been very careful to kind of be as I always am in my own life, and that is down the middle of the road. Not too far this way, not too far this way. Find a balance somewhere. Used to, I thought that was the safest place, but I've soon found out when you're in the middle, you can get hit by this side, you get hit by this side. It's just awesome. It's just wonderful. (laughs) This past year and two months or whatever it's been, it's just been literally crazy, has it not? It's literally been been crazy. And, you know, with the sheltering in place, and again, everybody's got their idea about that, and I'm not going to weigh in on that. But with the sheltering in place, some of our influencers have changed. And I want to ask you today, what has the lack of positive spiritual influence done to your family? What has the lack of positive spiritual influence done to your family? Has the cure proven worse than the COVID? Do you need to get your family back under the influence of positive spiritual influencers like church and Christians and godly leaders? I believe it's time, friend. I think we we need to gather again. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, not trying to whatever, but I believe it's time to gather again. 
I think it's time to get our families back under the godly influence and the spiritual atmosphere. I don't remember how many weeks we were offline or just online only. How many? Can you remember? About two months. I remember those two months. And I was thankful. I was grateful. I was thankful that we were online, thankful that we had invested in all the online. And all. I was grateful. And I was thankful for that. And man, it, it helped. It was, man, what would we have done without it? I can also remember the Sunday after two months of gathering online, we came back and only 30% of our people were here. But just with 30% of the people, I remember what it was like to be in the atmosphere of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I was so grateful and so thankful. I was thankful for what we had, but I was ever so grateful for the, for the opportunity to come back. I think it's time to come back and get under the influence of the church, get under the influence of the Holy Spirit, the influence of, of, of the people of God. Amen? Look forward to the letters I'm going to receive. <laughs> Father, I thank you today for, Lord, the influence we have, the influence of your word, the influence of your spirit, the influence of godly people. Lord, I just love and bless and praise you today, God. I pray you'll have your way in this service this morning. Minister to every need today. In Jesus' name.